You are listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now present the Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. Welcome to the Health Hub. I'm Kathy Biasse, your host, and our producer is Alex Diaz. Thanks for taking time out of your day to be with us. Today's show has been taped, so unfortunately, there's no opportunity for calling in. I'm hoping that that will start soon. Please keep up to date and informed about our show by following us Following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are at the Health Hub RMC on those locations, and our email address is thh at radiomaria.ca. If you subscribe to our podcast, you will be notified when our new shows are up. We are the Health Hub. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, most of your favorite podcast platforms. And you can also find our podcast on the Radio Maria Canada website, which is radiomaria.ca, and on my website, which is kathybiasse.com. Our skin is our body's largest organ, and it performs a number of critical functions that are really important for our health. And, you know, oftentimes we only are looking to the outward outward aesthetic aspects of our skin. But just to name a few things, our skin helps control our body temperature. It's an important part of our detoxification system. It is a barrier to the outside world, protecting what goes on inside from some of the things we don't want the outside world to touch. So it's very important that we understand how to properly take care of our skin. What are some signs and symptoms that the skin may need a little more love and attention? And to that end, we have Dr. Diana Drake on our show. And Dr. Drake is a board-certified traditional naturopath and master herbalist. She is the owner of DMD Natural Medicine, a wellness clinic in Lone Tree, Colorado, specializing in naturopathic endocrinology, including thyroid and hormone rejuvenation without the use of drugs or hormones. She is the creator of Skin Naturopathics Supplement Line, an herbal supplement line for inflammatory skinned conditions like acne, rosacea, and eczema. I have to tell you, I learned quite a bit uh, talking with Dr. Drake. We've covered a lot of things that haven't been touched upon on the Health Hub. Some of the things that we highlight are how hormone imbalances can lead to acne for both men and women, how the gut is uh, so impactful on our skin health, and where to really start uh, start the the path to healthier skin and helping to maybe even reverse some of the signs of aging. Very interesting show. I think you'll really enjoy it. Please stay tuned, and we will be back in a few minutes to talk to Dr. Diana Drake. Told me 
direction I'm looking into the You are listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now continue with the program, The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome to the show, Dr. Drake. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Kathy. I'm so excited. Yeah, I've had um, a couple of people on the show that have sort of touched on skincare and how to take care of the skin, but I've never had a naturopathic dermatologist on the show. Yeah. Now, and I'm really excited to get into this, but I don't know why I'm hearing so much about it. Is this a, a burgeoning field or is it just something because, uh, you know, when you're pregnant, everyone's pregnant idea? Is it new to <laughs> uh, naturopathic medicine? Um, That's such a great question. So, you know, a lot of naturopaths, when we come out of school, we kind of know a little about a lot of things, but we don't have a ton of naturopaths that get very focused or become, you know, experts in a certain field. But because I started as an esthetician, I went into my naturopathic medicine training with the intention that I was going to focus on skin and understanding what are the root causes of these different ailments that are expressing on the skin that Western medicine is not so great with. Um, And I'm not one of those people that's against Western medicine. I think that we need both, but I really feel like Western medicine, excuse me, medicine falls terribly short when we're dealing with 
eczema and acne and rosacea and things like that. So I kind of already have that path in my head when I was going through this. And now actually, so I have, um, so my private practice in Lone Tree, Colorado, where I live, and I also do a lot of virtual, I do see everybody, but I would say about 30 to 50% now is skin and other, you know, hormonal and endocrine type things like thyroid and, you know, natural hormone rejuvenation without using synthetic stuff. So, um, yeah, I just, I just knew I wanted to specialize in that because I just felt like nobody was doing that. I guess medical dermatology, if that's the right way to say it, um, I, I suffered through acne when I was a teenager too. It's quite uh, symptom directed, right? It's, it's getting rid of the acne versus getting rid of why the acne started. Is that the difference? hundred percent correct. And that goes for any, you know, natural medicine concept versus Western medicine, Western medicine wants to balance your cholesterol levels by giving you a pill to make the cholesterol lower instead of addressing what's making the cholesterol high in the first place and changing that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's that way across the board, but yes, you know, and if you go to a dermatologist with bad acne, they're going to, you know, prescribe Accutane or antibiotics or, um, you know, really drying and harsh retinols, or maybe, you know, uh, high dose peroxide creams, things that really damage the skin. As and in drying then, out, right? Because I guess, you know, as someone who had acne, you always feel you're greasy. And so are these products mm-hmm. just simply a drying uh, mechanism? They really are. So with Accutane, it literally goes into your body and stops the production of oil, which is so dangerous because every cell in our body needs oil, especially our brain cells. So when you're doing that, yes, you're not going to have oil come out of your pores, which will stop a blemish eventually. But think of the horrible damage you're doing in your body over time. Is that repairable though? You know, a lot of people have come through the Accutane uh, years and is it repairable? I think yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, and it depends on, I, you know, I know some people that have been on it, you know, done 10 rounds and that's, they're going to deal with a little more issues. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, and, and I, I think really drugs should be the last resort. Right. So if everything else is failing terribly, okay, we need to use a drug as an emergency. I understand. And there are some people, honestly, they don't want to clean up their lifestyle. They don't care what the reason is that they're breaking out. They don't care that that's going to damage their body. So they go ahead and they take a drug. But I do think that generally, once you become aware of it, you know, you've been on a drug that isn't great, then yes, you can replenish the body and help it get back on track. I do know there are some lawsuits with some fertility issues and things, uh, some IBS, some Crohn's disease Really, that um, is caused by Accutane. So, but I still think you can with time rebalance the gut. Um, I don't know about the, the endocrine system. I don't know what kind of damage it does, but I do think if, you know, our bodies are so beautiful, so beautifully designed that when, if we give it the right things it needs, it can repair anything. And, you know, when we're talking about acne specifically, uh, this isn't a vanity thing, right? It's, you know, when we're teenagers have acne, I had acne and it was, it's not just, I wanted to look better. I didn't feel 
good about myself. And there's nothing, right. is, is there anything that is dangerous about acne or is it, is it this mental health space that kind of, you know, bridges the two areas? You know, that is a great point. I think it really does hurt kids' self-esteem, especially mm-hmm. at that age we are when we start the acne. Um, and there's something important to be said about that. It is important to feel confident when you're growing up because, I mean, we, you know how it is right now with kids and mental health. So, you know, adding to that and not feeling confident about how you look and being embarrassed, it's horrible. It is. It is. And as I said, I went through it. Um, yeah. And and it's... Um, it's not nice. And you feel like you're the only one. And yes. it's, it, it's, it's like the reverse thing. You're the only one who has, has acne. You're the only one who looks like this. And, but a lot of people suffer from it, don't they? They really do. And really acne is just dysbiosis in the gut, toxic overburden, some potential food sensitivities, and, you know, really when we're hormonal imbalance, right? So when we're teenagers, I mean, think of how crappy we ate. I was having soda every day, cookies at the, you know, food, the whatever. We had that little snack shop at the store. I would go to Wendy's for lunch, McDonald's. I mean, literally the worst diet. When I look back, I'm disgusted. And I just think, how could I have been okay with eating like that? But I think the earlier on that we can get kids started with better nutrition, the better this whole thing could be. So the problem is... And I'm not a parent, but I certainly observe what parents are doing when they are at a restaurant or at the store. And it's so sad to me that they are ordering off these kid menus, which is just pizza, mac and cheese, French fries, applesauce, juice, letting their kids drink soda. Um, So these bad diet habits that start early, the standard American diet, they go into our, you know, into our teenage years. And we have no good microbiome. Like you were saying your point earlier where you felt really oily. Oil is okay, but if it's the wrong oil and it's really turning rancid on your face, like if you're eating a lot of fried things, um, you know, canola oil, inflammatory oils, that's going to cause acne. If your diet has healthy oils like avocado and coconut and olive oil, then that's not going to turn as rancid on your face. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And And so- with, oh, with the gut and the, you know, um, everyone, we certainly talked extensively on how the gut really does touch every aspect of health. Mm-hmm. What is the connection with the hormones? And, and with that, you know, we, when we talk about hormone imbalance, I don't know if it's just set in my brain. I tend to go women, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but is there a common hormone imbalance that is out of whack regardless of, of male or female? Yes, it's the testosterone. Interesting. So when we cycle, we have that fluctuation that it, it just, it's just when that, te- when for us, when that testosterone balance changes, we secrete more oil. So that's why we break out a little bit more when we ovulate and then are on our period versus guys, they just break out all the time. Typically as teenagers, it's not like that. They don't have as much of a cyclical breakout because they just have more testosterone. So when your body is changing that way and fluctuating, you know, and different things are moving with the testosterone, if the oil in your body is the rancid kind and it's increasing sebum production, which is what testosterone does, increases sebum production, 
and that's, it's the wrong kind of oil and you don't have any good probiotics in your gut and enzymes in your gut is just basically full of trash. You're going to have horrible breakouts. It's just a fact. That's really interesting because I have, yeah, as I have learned, as I have come in integrative health, I, you know, I can see the connection with hormones, definitely with the gut never mentioned when um, I had acne, anything about hormones. It was watch what you eat, uh, take care of your skin. And I, you know, I have heard, and I know that I'm one of them, that uh, people with acne and skin conditions, a lot a vast majority take excellent care of their skin. Mm-hmm. Topically. Yeah. Yeah. Topically. And that's exactly it. So are you going, when you're working with people and I know we're, we're just centered here on acne, but we're going to move beyond, but when yeah. you're working with uh, people with acne and I'm assuming you have teenagers coming through your door, are you talking to them about balancing their hormones? So what I have done, Kathy, absolutely. Yes. So when you work with me, we are working at all of the root causes of acne, right? Which would include balancing the gut, balancing the hormones. When I was first practicing and learning about all these things, I was grabbing different brands. I would stock different brands and I would use one brand for a probiotic and one brand for, you know, different kind of hormone balancing, different herbs and things. And finally, one day I just said, there has to be number one, more naturopaths and estheticians that would love to know how to do this. And I want to create a brand that really does all of these things in one, like it's a specialized skincare brand of supplements. And so that's what I did. So within my line, I have a female endocrine balance product and a male endocrine balance product. And yes, that is a staple that we use, you know, if you're male or female, when we're working on acne for sure. So yes. And it's just some really nice kind of tonifying and balancing general herbs, um, for the endocrine system. And a lot of people, this really confuses them because they say, well, shouldn't we do a hormone test first and, you know, see exactly what's off. And what's so beautiful about herbal medicine is yes. In some cases, when it is very extreme, I might have to go down that road with someone, but just generally, if we're cleaning the gut, if we're detoxing, cleaning up the liver and the bowels and the kidney and the lymph, then just a nice little herbal blend that just balances herbs are so beautiful. They go in and they balance what's out of balance. So whether something is too high or too low, it just kind of creates a nice synergy in the body. So it isn't like, it is kind of a one size fits all for everyone when used in conjunction with my gut kit and my uh, detox kit. Almost like an optogenic um, formulation. Sorry, say that one more time. Like an adaptogen, almost like an adaptogen formula formulation. Um, so an adaptogen would work more on the adrenals, which I do have a formula that does that. But this is more going to be um, this. Okay, so you know what? Let me just pull up this specific ingredient deck on it because that will help. And this can your formulations can be used regardless of of age. Teens will be true to adults. Okay. Absolutely. And are you seeing a large recurrence of adult acne in your practice or initial recurrence of adult acne? I have everybody from teenagers to, to women going through menopause that are like, all of a sudden I'm breaking out. What's going on? It's really interesting. 
So this is, um, you would think I have this memorized. I'm sorry. (laughs) So this is what's it. So my line is a line of about 18 products. So my female endocrine balance uses the proprietary blend of chastberry, red raspberry leaf, false unicorn, wild yam, and dong kwai. Mm. And then my male formula is a little more simple. And I can actually go through and tell you what each of these ingredients shine for and why I picked them. Um, so the male also has the chasberry, the red raspberry, and then Eleuthero, which is an adaptogenic licorice and hops. So that's a little bit more for males. Mm-hmm. And how long do you need to be on um, this type of formulation to start so seeing results? Do, so typically what I've seen, you know, obviously I, I haven't done clinical trials, but I do some kind of case studies and I work with a lot of people and kind of track everything. But within the first 90 days, we usually see somewhere between a 30 and 60% reduction of symptoms. So I like to tell people plan to do the program for six months. Mm -hmm. And now are you also doing topical care or is topical care really not where it's at. You know, uh, there are so many companies coming out with probiotic cleansers, probiotic moisturizers. Are we throwing money away using these things? That's such a great question. I love that. Um, No, you're not throwing money away. It is important that we're addressing things topically. And I love if, so I really specifically, when I came up with this company and it's called Skin Naturopathics, I really struggled with, do I also want to provide topical skincare. And I decided I didn't because there are are already so many beautiful skincare companies out there. Something with probiotics is ideal for sure. Excellent. It should definitely be organic. You should not use a cleanser that is bubbling and foamy. And I know this is confusing because people like you were saying, I'm so oily. I want to take the oil off. If you're already oily and you're stripping your skin with a bubbly foamy cleanser, you're just, your body is just going to send way more oil up there later because mm-hmm. it's sensing that it's dry. So you're better off with a nice gel or a cream cleanser that is going to get the gunk off. It'll still feel like it's clean, but it's not going to feel dry and stripped. So yes, definitely important what you're using topically. I love, love, love if you can get something with probiotics in it or even colloidal silver. Mm-hmm. When I tell people to use as um, kind of a you could use it as a spot treatment, or if you're really broken out, you just put it on your whole face, but a nice colloidal silver gel that you can get at the natural store or on Amazon or whatever for like 15 or 20 bucks. More of a calming for the skin. That's so the colloidal silver is basically a natural antibiotic. So it's going to keep the bacteria balance on the skin. And I say balance because it's not going to just kill everything. It kind of just kills the bad guys and it will not dry you out. It's just a simple gel. You can also use it if you have a cut or a wound, you could put it up your nose. If you have an infection, I mean, it's just basically a natural antibiotic. And it can be used on. Okay. Interesting. Now a quick question just before we go to break, because um, I have heard this um, and I I just want your opinion on it. Um, Oil cleansers for oily skin. And the argument is, is that oils will emulsify other oils. Love, love, love. Yes. If you have, and people that are listening are going to be like, Oh yeah, I've used that. Or they're really going to be like, Oh, that's really interesting. If you've ever used an oil cleanser, they are so beautiful. Um, 
And, you know, you need to find one you like. Some are better than others. And, you know, just find one that like you like the scent, you like the way it makes your skin feel. Um, Typically, I have found if you pump it and it's a thicker oil, it's not my favorite. Mm -hmm. But if you pump it and it's really thin, almost a watery oil, those ones are the best. Like I personally use the Tata Harper cleansing oil. I love Mm -hmm. that one. Yeah, I, I use oils, too. And I'll tell you just before we go to break here, uh, I think yeah. I just said that um, I went down the path of, uh, you know, hyaluronic acid, all the different, you know, vitamin C serums and stuff and good companies. And I my, it burned my skin. And I just I'm very simple with my okay. uh, skincare routine. And oils really are the base of them. Uh, oils as a, a moisturizer. I mean, I used to do uh, definitely use some creams and things like that. But sure. for my skin in particular, some of these um, serums were very, very hard on my skin. Maybe I'm not using them right, but that's for just what organic, I... organic, do you remember? Yes, yes. Yeah, you just, it's, you know, it's not for everybody. Vitamin mm-hmm. C really is better taken internally anyway, Um I take 10,000 milligrams orally of vitamin C a day. It's a lot, but my skin is glowing and beautiful and amazing. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that vitamin C is the matrix or the glue that collagen suspends in. So for anti-aging, if you can really, really up your vitamin C internally, that's going to do way more benefit than using it topically, 100%. We're going to have people running to the store now with vitamin C on their minds. <laughs> you know, know, we had it, we, we had it for, uh, for health and immune system. And now, you know, uh, the anti-aging thing, just a yeah. whole other area. We're going yeah. to take a quick break, everybody. Okay. We will be back in just a few minutes to talk more about this great topic with Dr. Drake. at me and saw the person that I could be awakening my heart breaking through the dark suddenly your grace like
You are listening to The Health Hub here on Radio Maria Canada, a Catholic voice wherever you are. To contact us and be a part of the show, email thh at radiomaria.ca. We now continue with the program. Here once again is your host, Kathy Biasi. Welcome back. We are talking with Dr. Diana Drake. We're going to continue on this conversation because I think we've left a lot on the table here. Um, so we've pulled in vitamin C. We've talked, you know, I've talked about hyaluronic acid, liquid or oil cleanse, all that stuff. And people are, are sitting going, wow, <laughs> how do I cut through this to do something for me? So, you know, let's see if we look at your skincare line, maybe you could simplify things and give us a protocol. For sure. So if you or your teenager is suffering from acne, what, how I've designed the supplement brand to work is everything is in kind of step-by-step month-to-month kits. So you will just start with your step one kit, and this is a full body detox. It includes a colon cleanse, a skin detox, which is really working on lymph and blood, and then a kidney and liver detox. So you will run that. And this is basically just getting all the junk out of the body. This is really, really important before we heal that we do a cleanse. Once you have done that, you will move on to your step two kit, which is kind of going to more deal deal with the adaptogenics, the stress, and it will continue to support the liver and the kidney and the elimination organs. While you're doing your step one and two, so in your first month is your step one, we're also going to clean up the gut. So you'll get a gut kit with that. And that is a prebiotic, a probiotic, and an enzyme. Um, And the prebiotic formula is really beautiful because it also includes a lot of things that kind of repair the gut lining inflammation, works on the integrity of the gut. And then, like I had mentioned before, you'll do either male or female endocrine balance. Now, if you're not able to clean up your diet, I always suggest to take my Omega 369. This is um, this is a fish free product because I watched the Sea Spiracy documentary and I was horrified. Yeah. So I oh my switched. gosh. It really, I stopped watching stuff like that. I'll be yes. eating a uh, celery. Right. So I switched. <laughs> now I do a fully vegan Omega. Um, so that would kind of be your first month. So you're doing a full body cleanse. You are doing a gut restoration program. You're addressing hormones with either female or male endocrine balance, and then an omega-369. On month two, you're done with your step one kit. You move to your step two kit, and then you will still continue your gut restoration, your omegas, and your your endocrine balance. So, um, And you can find this all at skinnaturopathics.com. I also do a free consultation. There's a little link you can click and you can get a 15 minute consultation with me because sometimes it is overwhelming understanding how to pick all these things in the right way. You can also order a, just a 90 day kit already ready to go. Excellent. Um, Yeah, it can be overwhelming all the supplements, but you know, Again, we return to the gut. We return to supporting our detoxification pathways. These are essential for everything. Um, And it's, it's amazing. You know, we keep looking at, you know, all our shows are going up in different areas of health and it all comes to the central piece of taking care of the gut. And I just, it's just a, Every time I hear it in different spaces, it's like, yes, there it is again. It's the glue. (laughs) It really is. It really, really is. Now, you you mentioned, you know, we talked about a little bit briefly, um, or you did, that you were an esthetician in a prior life. Yeah. So 
How did that move you to? So you had been dealing main, mainly with women, I, I, I imagine. But yeah, what other that. skin mm-hmm. conditions did you see that you were, you know, not happy with the way you were treating in the aesthetic? Sure. What's that word? Yeah, in that sure. setting. In so that there setting. is. Um, so you know, I do see a lot of rosacea and eczema, but there is one interesting one that you cannot treat really aesthetically because you can't really touch it with a facial. It's so sensitive. And that is perioral dermatitis. This is a big one that, uh, the dermatologists are just have no idea what to do with it because it's so inflamed that when they prescribe their cortisol cream for it, for some reason, it still hurts the skin barrier. So I get people all the time that are just like, I went to the dermatologist and these creams actually made it worse. So for those people that really have no other options, um, and I, I, I mean, I get people, Kathy, from all over the country calling me about their perioral dermatitis now. What is that? So what it is, is perioral, right? So it's going to be around your mouth and your nose, and it's just a really red inflamed rash. Sometimes it can have a little acne and be bumpy. Um, and basically what it is, is we have to clean up the gut and kind of support the lung tissue because I, um, oh, I can't show you cause we're not really doing. No, not at all. A film thing, but <laughs> there's a really cool, people can Google, um, a facial ailment chart and you will see, and it's so interesting that different areas on your face are actually vectored to all of your organ systems. So you'll see around the nose is the lung and around the sides of the chin and the mouth are the colon. So I have a kit, it's called my eczema kit, XMA kit, and this can be used on both eczema and perioral dermatitis. But what it is, is it really goes in with beautiful cooling herbs and it's just going to cool down all the heat in the body that's expressing through the face. And then we'll also go in with the cleanse kit. So you would do the cleanse kit plus the eczema kit. And that's really going to work on that inflamed, hot, uncomfortable. And sometimes it's itchy and flaky and really, really bad for people. So that is a great one that I'm kind of have, you know, I'm like a niche practitioner in that because the dermatologists have no idea what to do with that. Interesting. And what is that site? So maybe you don't have the actual site, but you can Google a site that shows the meridians of skincare. um, I would just Google... What would be the best? Um, so a facial, a face map or organ face map, maybe organ face map. That's very interesting. Um, it's so funny. Every time I have guests on the show that are, you know, in areas that I really don't consider in my practice, it's like, I have to learn more about this. And yes. so, you know, <laughs> interesting. Um, you know, you mentioned um, we, we dermatitis. We talked about this. Are mm-hmm. they all under the umbrella of eczema? Um, or what differentiates all of them? I would rosacea say, from I, okay. So rosacea, that's a whole nother, that's a stomach problem. So with rosacea, people typically have over the years. So typically we don't get rosacea until we're like in our later thirties, not to say it can't happen earlier, but from poor diet or potentially taking antacid drugs or just being long-term being on any kind of drug in general, including um, birth control, we deplete our stomach acid. 
And so what happens is we actually, the stomach becomes very vulnerable to infection and there's a certain bacteria that tends to kind of overrun the stomach and it's called H. pylori. Mm-hmm. Nine out of 10 times a rosacea patient will have an H. pylori bacterial infection in the stomach and potentially candida in the small intestine because the stomach is just can't do its job. There's not enough acid in there. So what happens is it flushes the face. So a dermatologist will give you a low dose antibiotic for this, and they will just put you on it long-term, which is so, so dangerous in the gut, obviously, but it works because it's killing that that bacterial infection. However, it's not addressing the acid levels in the stomach, which is really what would kill the infection in the first place. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I'm working with rosacea people, I replenish their stomach acid within my line. I have a really cool product. It's called Rose guard and that works on candida hydrochloric acid and just kind of overall pathogenic balance from the stomach to the large intestine. So when you see somebody walk, okay, different. Okay. Acne uh, is, is identifiable. They're pustules and it's it's fairly easy to identify, I'm sure. But when someone walks into your office with inflamed red skin on different, is is it the area of the body that helps you? The area of the body. So eczema is going to be, so eczema really is just an overburdened immune system and liver. Eczema is going to express, it certainly could be on the face, but it's more going to be like on the upper body. It could be on the neck or behind the ears. It it tends to be in cracks of places like the inner elbow behind the knees, maybe on the webs of the fingers. And it's going to be more red, puffy, flaky, itchy, and irritated versus rosacea won't feel irritated, but it's just like a very rosy red cheek. It could be a little pustule and it could also have little, um, you know, broken, uh, what am I trying to say? Blood vessels, blood vessels. Like there's a, there's a word for it, microvascular rosacea, something along those lines, but, um, it's more just like, it just looks like a really rosy red cheek, but it's not flaky or any of those things with eczema, you know, our, our skin is truly an elimination organ. So if your liver, your kidneys, and your gut can't take care of it, guess what? Your body is going to push it out your lymph and through your skin. Mm -hmm. So with eczema, we're really dealing with an immune response to something that the body cannot get out on its own. And that typically can be something fungal, general liver overburden of toxins. There can be a few things going on with eczema, but it's different than the rosacea. Rosacea really is a stomach and small intestine issue versus eczema being an immune issue with the skin trying to get toxins out via that last pathway. Interesting. Now, the one that I don't want to leave aside because I know it's very difficult for some people, uh, psoriasis which, you know, is is said to be incurable. Uh, What is your experience with psoriasis? I wish to God that I had more psoriasis clients walk through my door. I just don't, but I still have a great understanding of it, which is why I would love to be able to work with more people on it. I just don't see a lot of it, but psoriasis is pretty much eczema with an autoimmune element to it. So not only is the body trying to get rid of a toxin through the skin, but now the immune system is attacking the skin. So we're, we're a little more elevated than the position of eczema. But again, we're still at the same concept of eczema because it's something the body is trying to get out through the skin. 
Interesting. A lot of times psoriasis really is a mycotoxin. Um, I, I guess mycotoxin toxicity, really. So mycotoxins are what molds give off. So this is a, a lot more in depth in treatment. It's a lot more in depth. And, you know, people will go to the derm all the time and they'll get their skin scraped and they'll say, well, my dermatologist is telling me it's not a fungal infection. It might not be a fungal infection, but the fung- the fungus in our bodies emit a toxin called a mycotoxin. That toxin is not detectable in the scrape, and that could be the complete root of the psoriasis. It could also be something else, but that's kind of just an example. So these things are harder to pin down, but a good naturopath will do muscle testing and really do a deep dive on your lifestyle, where you lived, where you grew up, what kind of water you know, you're, you're drinking, what things you were exposed to from an environmental standpoint to really kind of get to the root of what's going on. I also use in my practice a biofeedback device Mm -hmm. so I can actually see if there are too many EMFs, too much mycotoxins, if there's too much candida. So I can see a lot of frequency things that are just easier to grab that way than to try to figure it out with a lot of expensive blood tests that aren't always very conclusive. Well, what's the purpose of muscle testing in, in the whole piece? Sure. So you can muscle test for a lot of different things, but for example, let's say I have a client come in and I'm not sure. Typically I want to do so many things on a client, right? A client comes in, they have something wrong. And I think, okay, there are these 20 products that could potentially benefit this condition, but I have to muscle test each individual product on the client So because their body is going to tell me yes or no to those products. So it's how I whittle down the protocol to be very, very precise for that person. Now with skin naturopathics, since most people, you know, purchasing my brand online, they are just, you know, ordering it on their own and I don't physically see them. That's why I designed those kits and those month by month steps to just cover all of the potential imbalances So we're going after all of the potential root causes, you know, we're cleaning stuff out, we're fixing the gut, we're balancing hormones, we're putting in the right kind of oils or, you know, or if it's rosacea, we're going after potential infection, candida, candida, all the things. So I kind of tried to make it in to little easier to figure out month by month, step-by-step kits that just kind of cover everything. Uh, It's very, it's a very... You know, it's so it's such a logical approach to to it, and and you know, some you. you know when you when you you step back and you listen to what you're saying, it's like, ha, huh, you know, I wish I had, or you know, it's it's just you know, as with a lot of things, right? You you learn and and you you expand, yeah. and it's it's a yeah. wonderful thing. Um, so that's I know you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but just as we're ending the show here, I think people have a, a little bit more of a keen ear for, for your contact information, website, all that, where you people can get a hold of you. Okay. If you are interested in my skincare line, that is Skin Naturopathics, N-A-T-U-R-O-P-A-T-H-I-C-S. It's a big one.com. <laughs> that would be where you can go on and you can, you know, look at the supplement line, order kits, all that good stuff. Um, as a practitioner, if you would like to actually, you know, engage with me, I see, again, people 
you know, virtual all the time. That's dmdnaturalmedicine.com. Well, that, and we'll have all of that information for sure uh, uh, on the podcast information site. And, you know, it's just been really, really interesting to talk to you. You, uh, you know, I love it when guests come on and open my eyes to different things and, and I can now look at, at uh, you know, at things differently, you know, skin conditions and so forth. I had someone ask me about, and I'm not, I'm not, literally, I'm not joking about this. It was, I'm just looking back at some texts in December. Um, someone said that, you know, their friend is struggling with, uh, I think she used the exact of the perio, periodontal, no, perioral dermatitis. dermatitis. Mm-hmm. Literally, this was her text. She's lost and uh, doesn't have any relief from it. Uh-huh. And of course, I had to Google what that was. I had no idea. And so odd that you bring it up here. So, you know, there's there's this karma going on. So I definitely can point her to the direction of you. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, she's just a young one. So um, hopefully, you know, you know, things happen for a reason, right? It's so funny that you brought that up. But anyways, I ramble. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been very enlightening and a wonderful conversation. It was really nice to have you on the show. So glad. Thank you so much, Kathy. have been listening to The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi, here on Radio Maria Canada.